1: Speaking of the Ronnie Stanley contract, you mentioned, hey, Ronnie Stanley, they might try to recoup some of that money back. Well, you know who they could give that money to? Lamar Jackson. I'm tired of having this conversation, quite frankly, out because it is it really feels redundant here. And I didn't want to even have this conversation, but, but guess who made me have this conversation? Lamar Jackson. So let's have this conversation. Obviously, he uh, went from kind of being a little quiet, to start responding to people on Twitter, basically, about mm-hmm. um, the contract situation. And um started liking uh pictures of him in a dolphin's uniform, uh, you know, and then started speaking to people in third person. You don't love Lamar, and right. then goes to his Instagram, but then posts a picture of him in his Ravens uniform and then puts a smiley face next to it. So of course this has caused a lot of drama uh, within the Ravens flock internet community mm-hmm. and people have basically lost their minds uh, over the fact that Lamar started doing these things, which I I, I think is very convenient uh, in that regard. But, you know, What do you think about this? I I definitely think that um, there's a real possibility that we're going to go into, you know, the season and he's not going to be signed or it's very possible that they are close and that something's going to come soon. But either way, you can't like what you saw yesterday. uh, Excuse me. On Monday being played out on the internet.
0: No, you you, you don't. Um, And I think, I've definitely been consistent on the fact that I don't believe that the Ravens and Lamar will reach a long-term extension before uh, the start of the season. Um, just based off of what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing and you, you you just led to believe that this is such a big deal and not that they're extremely far apart, but it seems like both sides aren't necessarily willing to budge, but so much. And um You would imagine, I'm just, we all are forced to kind of assume in this Lamar situation because none of us really know anything. Uh, They don't tell us anything and nobody really knows too much. Nobody's really been able to fully infiltrate, so to speak, Lamar's very close-knit circle. Um, So one would assume that the Ravens and Lamar weren't able to fully get back to negotiations until Lamar showed up for minicamp. Uh, Because I think Lamar, not that he's incredibly hard to reach, but I think he's been reluctant to talk about his contract over the offseason for the most part. But when he's in the building, it's a different situation. So I think they got back to talking about it during mini camp because that's when Lamar was talking about they had been having conversations and then as you got into training camp it, you started to feel a little more optimistic. Lamar was a little more forthcoming talking about the negotiations. You see Eric DeCosta, you see Steve Bashati around the pressers and they're smiling and it seems like it's trending in the right direction. Um and then you hear that Lamar He tells us that he's drawn the line in the sand and there will be a cutoff. He's not going to negotiate into the season, which of course he's not. He's representing himself and he's the starting quarterback of a team that has at least playoff aspirations, if not more. So um, I'm not surprised to see that he's going to that he plans to cut it off. But the season starts September 11th. We're, uh, you know, about. Less than two weeks away now from that point, one would imagine that this week could potentially be the final week for negotiations if we're just guesstimating. Because next week is when they're fully preparing for the Jets, yeah. Um, he's he's, full, he's in full regular season mode, so it's not out of the realm to believe that by the end of this week, Lamar's like, Okay, that's it, we're done until the end of the season. I'm not talking about the contract anymore. um,
1: and, and, and so this is where I struggle with this whole situation because you know, you should not be worried about this anyway. Okay. Right. And you know how I've been adamant about how I feel like it's important to have representation because of situations like this. He should only be focused about football. That's it. That's all because guess what? That's what he's really good at. Mm-hmm. That's what he's trained to do, right? It, he's not trained to be a part of all of these other stuff going on and these other things. So now he's worrying about two different things. And you're right. right, he does have to cut, he does have to shut this down before week one because he, now he has to put himself in a position where he has to get mentally and physically prepared to play his opponent who's coming up. So I agree, and to the, pa- and to the point that he is going to have to say, hey, this after probably like this weekend. I'm good, but he shouldn't even be in a position to do this because he should be just focusing on playing football because that's what he's in control of. And that somebody else should be handling this type of stuff for him. And I I, I can say to him blue in the face. Obviously that's not going to happen. He's not going to do that. Right. But it kind of bothers me that he has to worry about these things simply because he lacks representation. And I so mean- go ahead. And and
0: and that's all. I mean, it's pros and cons to having an agent. Definitely pros and cons. Um, and Lamar, I, as I, Mike Preston, I had him on my show, and Mike is going to keep it as real as he possibly can. And and Mike let it be known. Look, I don't feel for Lamar. This is what. Lamar wanted. Lamar wanted to represent himself. At the end of the day, this is a guy that still, while he's playing on the fifth-year option, he's still financially being taken well. He's well taken care of. Even if he has to play on the tag, he'll be well taken care of financially Correct. for that year. Obviously, you want something sustainable for the future. You want to have that security. But uh, as far as the situation that that is in, like you're saying, Lamar shouldn't have to worry about that, this is the bed Lamar made. So You're this right. is the downside of it. This is the downside of it that he's having to answer questions that while we would still be asking questions about his contract, because every player has to, every top player has to deal with this, especially at the quarterback position. We would, these type, some of these type of questions would be asked, but the fact that he's representing himself, it adds, it adds a whole new dynamic and sure. Would it be easier if he had an agent? Of course it would be, but, the downside is we're seeing a lot of agents get, a, a lot of guys are changing their agencies. The, these guys fire agents all the time. Agents take bad deals. And we've. And I, the other thing that I had to point out, because I had a caller on my show, um, and he was getting on Lamar for not having an agent, and he was upset with him about it. And the one thing that I said was, if I'm a Ravens fan, you should really be Happy that Lamar doesn't have an agent because an agent would have advised Lamar to hold out this year. An agent would have told Lamar to not show up until he gets a contract. An hey man, I ain't even lie to dynamic. you.
1: You are absolutely right in that regard. But guess what? That agent will be right. <laughs> like, like let's not act like let's not act like that. Know, that wouldn't be the right be move. Right, then we gotta take on what would come with that? Are we, You are, right.
0: are, are you guys ready to just see Lamar hold out? Because then that changes how you look at him a little bit. Maybe not for you, Rita, right. but it would change how some fans are going to look at them. Like, okay, right. you're holding out. You're hurting us. You're hurting the team now. Like it, it adds a whole new dynamic to where Lamar, like, and it's, it's been players around the league that have been told to do that kind of stuff. And it's not even in their DNA. That's not like Terry McLaurin held out. To, and he ultimately did get his deal, so you can make the argument at work. Well, but, but he, well, Terry McMahon's that's, that's not what he likes to do, he wants to be there. But as his agent, his agent advises him to not show up. So I think if Lamar had an agent, some of the stuff that Lamar's doing now, we may not see him do that. Um, yeah. as far as just still showing up and still trying to prepare for the season, it could be that it could have turned so ugly had an agent been involved. That's the only part I want to. Throw out there for people uh, that are pro getting an agent. It adds a different dynamic that Lamar hasn't shown to this point. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh-hoo, we're heating up, fam. Tonight. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. On New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at Fanduel dot com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem call one eight hundred gambler. Hey, I'm one of
1: them pe- sometimes you gotta get down and dirty to get results. So I, I d- you know, listen. No I I agree with you that there's pros and cons to, you know, being represented. But that, the, the that aspect that he has to be involved in it when he really should be preparing himself All for right. football is the part that bothers me the most. Sometimes you just got to let people do the dirty work for you. And that's just what it is. And, you know, he should, You're. I completely agree with Mike Preston. This is the bed that he made, so he has to lay in it. Uh, but, you know, hopefully they can get something done. I don't see how, like, I can't see the Ravens letting Lamar Jackson go whether it's we do this again next year and finally he gets a deal or whatever. So I don't think the Ravens will be that stupid. And I hope that they don't prove me wrong in this situation. I can't see them allowing themselves to let a generational talent walk away from them because there's some dollars left on the table. But what you also don't want is to have your quarterback disgruntled and he's starting to put – you know, comp up, he's liking posts about him being players on other teams and, you know, having conversations with people about his contract on the the Twitter timeline, you know what I'm saying? So I really hope this gets resolved sooner than later because then it puts a lot of this to bed and then we can fuss about something else like, did he get paid too little or too much? Because you already know that's going to be the next argument that we have once this gets done eventually. I, I don't expect I, I look if I had
0: to bet today, I would expect Lamar and the Ravens to eventually get a deal done. I'm not saying before the season, but I would, ex- I would expect them to eventually get a deal done, but we've seen crazier things happen. Yeah. And I mean, they can't franchise tag them forever. They could do it next year. And arguably if they want to take on that monster tag number to tag him twice, yes. sure, go ahead and do it. But in the grand scheme of things, I will never understand a front office or an organization wanting to be cheap at the quarterback position. When it's clear, you have your guy, what is the, what are what are the real question marks with, with Lamar as your, as your quarterback here in Baltimore? I mean, you know what you're going to get. I'm not saying Lamar is perfect, but for you and what you like to do as an, as an offense here in Baltimore, yep. what do you, what is the upgrade? What is the upgrade? Over there is Lamar?
1: none. There's no upgrade. You're there Not only more. that, Cordell, in addition to everything that you said, Lamar fits the dynamic of this city better than anybody else could for obvious reasons. This is a predominantly black city. Kids mm-hmm. see Lamar and they see themselves. So there's that aspect of it too that I think is larger than just what he does on the field because it is important to be a player that off the field people appreciate as well. And he does both of those things. So I agree. I don't I don't know who what else or who else you think could be what Lamar has been for Baltimore. Well, I, got, I got fans keep I got fans calling me, keep
0: on swearing that Tyler Huntley could just easily be Yeah, okay. A- Placement, like, are 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 you Are we still saying the same things that you were saying last year that clearly got debunked last year? (laughs) Watching Tyler Huntley on the field, and I like Tyler Huntley, but he's not Lamar Jackson. Look, I'm gonna just be blunt. You Just because you're a Black quarterback that can move around does not make you Lamar Jackson. We got to end that 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 right there because that is starting to really get on my nerves. Just because Tyler, Tyler Huntley can move around and has a similar skill set to Lamar, he's not an elite at anything. He's not Lamar Jackson. <laughs> just because they look alike and can do some of the same things does not make him Lamar Jackson. People have got to get that through their heads. I'm telling you. Because you got to be careful what you wish for. I promise
1: you. I ain't wishing for that. And uh, Lamar is one of one. And that's how I'm going to end this podcast because there is no debate about anything that you just said. I have zero arguments. You're 100% right. And let's stop trying to categorize other quarterbacks into the conversation of what Lamar Jackson does and who he is. There is none, period. And that's just what it is. Thank you guys so much for listening to Winning Dry. Next podcast, hey, we'll have some practice squad guys. We'll see what's going on. We're getting closer to Week One, Cordell. So, yeah, you know, about Ronnie week, Stanley practice. One We'd more. like oh, to know. Yeah, well,
0: yeah uh, uh, what, But what? What you betting, Rita? Ronnie Stanley? That, that, that Ronnie Stanley? T- by the time we put out another episode, whether or not he'll be on the practice field, I'm willing to bet he's not.
1: Yeah, same. i so. Guess what? We won't be betting because we're on the same side of the envelope here. So, uh, yeah, we'll find out if he's going to be practicing by the time we have the next podcast, and we'll find out who our practice squad guys are and if uh, other roster moves that we expect the team to make uh, in doing so to get to the 53-man roster. Thank you so much for listening to Winnie Drive.